0: This is a super interesting episode of the Comedy Northwest podcast with Dave Ross and Barbara Gray, two awesome comedians from L.A. They were coming through Bend, and you'll pick up on why this episode is so interesting pretty quickly. And we were working through a lot of emotions, Um, we had a really interesting show, and we talk about what Dave talked about on stage and we do have the audio from that show and it'll be at the end of the episode so stick around for that it is it's touching it's heartwarming in a dark time so enjoy <music> to the Comedy Northwest podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here with Dave Ross. Hello.
1: And Barbara Gray.
2: Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Northwest podcast. I'm sitting here with Ryan Trauber and... Comedy Northwest. Barbara Gray. Wait, what is
2: it called? <laughs> Northwest Comedy. Comedy Northwest. Comedy Northwest. I had, I had it right. Sorry.
0: Damn it. Northwest Comedy. Comedy Northwest. It doesn't matter. People listening to it knows what, what it's called.
2: True. Um, That's true.
0: So, the, I mean, right off the bat, I want to talk about what we were just watching there. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: Dave's acting reel? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't
2: believe they showed that on the news.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be so great. <laughs> they were like, Robin Williams has passed. Would you mind if we showed your acting reel?
2: <laughs> we know that you <laughs> are. You're a
1: comedian when we know that he was a comedian. <laughs> And we just want anything related to comedians on the news tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh,
2: really weird.
1: Yeah, they interviewed the three of us, and just the three of us, about Robin Williams' death for Channel 21. Yeah, Z21, KTVZ, which is one of the sponsors of
0: Bend Comedy. So. (laughs) That's great. I know, right? So so I have to be careful about what I say.
2: Oh, it's, well, that's. A local news channel yeah. sponsors your... That's crazy. Huh. I know, right? It's and well, they, that's you, news to you me. did they say they hadn't been right? out to the show before? <laughs> that was the first time?
0: Yeah, they just the beginning <laughs> of this month, actually. That is sponsors. crazy. Yeah. That. Uh, who better to have as a sponsor than a
2: media conglomerate? Exactly, conglomerate. <laughs>
0: I use that word loosely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so if you don't know, Robin Williams died. Sorry to tell you.
0: Yeah. yeah. If this is how you're finding That's out. That's so funny. <laughs> you know? are very
2: under a rock if this is. I really like, want to make Because when person. does this come out? When, who knows? Uh, probably. Probably
0: next Monday. Okay. So a week from the day that it happened. Um, but yeah,
1: so. it has got to be one person. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what a sad life. The only podcast they listen to is this one. They don't yeah. watch the it's
1: news. It's a comedy podcast,
2: don't. and still they don't know. They use the yeah.
1: internet enough to uh, listen to this podcast. But <laughs> not enough to see that Robin <laughs> not Williams... Not to ever see any news. ...passed away, yeah. Jeez. That would be... You intense. know how I found out about Robin Williams' death? Actually, oh, yeah. how we this both is, found out. This is, out. is crazy. Wow. <laughs> We're at uh, this place called the Black Bear Diner in Madras. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Madras, Mattress, Oregon. Yeah. Madras. it's, Madras. it's really Madras.
2: comfortable. That's mattress, how we
1: church it up. I'm gonna call it mattress. Okay, uh, I was in on a mattress, mm-hmm. and uh, at the Black Bear Diner, there is they have like uh, wood sculptures of bears doing different activities around mm-hmm. the building, and one of them was like a park ranger bear who was holding a shotgun, except he was holding it straight up underneath his chin, mm-hmm. and so to look at it, it kind of looked like the bear was About gonna to. kill himself. Yeah. So I took a photo of it and I posted it online with some caption like, oh, no, bear, don't do it. Don't do it. No. And immediately uh, my friend Greg messaged me and he was like, hey, man, uh, Robin Williams killed himself like one minute before you posted that thing. So either you have horrific timing or this is a great bit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you keep
2: up the picture?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You can't you gotta stick to your guns on that. Yeah, one. man. Just
2: be hey like oh. it. It was stick to your guns. First, yeah.
0: if you're if you're that offended, it was just a coincidence. I mean if, if it was a bear much with more a... more offended, it was a bit.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it would have been really yeah. weird if it was a bear with a plastic bag around it. Oh
1: god. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or a bear in a car with a tube from the exhaust <laughs> <laughs> to the
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to okay that's one of the people that I would like to meet
1: the person who is carving that <laughs>
0: out of wood
2: they had lots of Which different yeah, maybe uh, the guy gets bored I don't know he had a lot of different carvings very
0: specific
1: yeah. I mean yeah maybe in the back maybe you like pull out a like a fake book from a bookshelf and there's like all these suicide bears in the back <laughs> bears fucking and stuff uh, Roger is there something you need to tell us <laughs> well I've I
0: fucking
1: bears. Bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking kill bears
2: yeah but I make it look like suicide <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> first I fuck him then I kill him then I make it look like suicide <laughs> what a lot is, of what sad bears
0: odd serial killer
1: like uh, <laughs> is that illegal to it must be to, to fuck a bear and then kill it
2: it's illegal, <laughs> to, it's illegal to fuck a bear yeah, I yeah. think
0: fucking the bear is very <laughs> illegal um, I think killing it <laughs> out of season <laughs> is slightly illegal
2: sorry Dave I know you really, making making really wanted to fuck a bear I really this. wanted to fuck <laughs> a
1: bear but I won't do it because it's illegal <laughs> I I believe
0: in the law. If you really want to, uh I know a guy. Really? A big hairy guy. His name is Hacksaw. He'd love it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that what's funny about that is it's legal to fuck him but illegal to kill him. It is. Yeah. So no matter what kind of yeah. bear you want to fucking do, it's a hate kill, crime. it's it's illegal to a certain extent. But if you kill a bear, an actual bear, that's not a hate crime. You could fuck Unless a hairy a gay, gay guy and then kill a bear animal. Yeah. No, but
2: I, you still have to have like a permit and stuff. You're not really supposed to kill bears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're, like, mostly endangered. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. dude. The dream, the dream dies here. <laughs> Unless it's
0: self-defense. So oh, as, yeah, that's true. As long as you yell, it's coming. So, so, so you me. have to try to fuck
1: it. Yeah, yeah because will then it will... try to kill you. Yeah, and exactly. And then you can kill it. So Let's weird.
2: just say you wouldn't ne- get nowhere near <laughs> fucking it. <laughs> that would not happen.
1: Yeah, how would you ever fuck <laughs> a bear? Actually, if you fuck a bear... That should it should be legal to fuck a bear. Because yeah, If I you think do that it, it's it, it definitely wanted you to If you can get away with it, then <laughs> I think yeah, that there's no reason to Yeah, you didn't
2: have to drug it or to. anything.
1: Right? Yeah. All right, I mean, guys. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> lions, tigers and bears. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um
0: I I'd, oh. I'd probably marry a lion just because they they tend to be more cuddly than the other two.
1: Yeah. Like, a, especially a male lion. Yeah.
2: What, a, like what a about a fucking... What's wrong with the lady lions? They
1: fucking... They're murderers. They're, <laughs> like, hunter-crazy. Yeah, also the males yeah.
2: have the, the mane, which is... Yeah,
1: which is very nice and soft.
2: be fun to sleep in.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's just... Are there but more cases of people being friends with male lions than being friends with female but lions? But if you married yeah.
2: the female one, she would always provide food. Right, She'd but I provider. also think that she
1: would just eat you. Right.
2: Well, is this part of the equation? Because they're all going to eat. Like, all of them know. are going to eat. I think you. it's
1: possible to be friends with a male lion and a female tiger. But, uh, <laughs> to me. <laughs> all right. But, yeah. yeah,
0: if you're friends with a female lion, <laughs> then there's all that sexual tension. And yeah. It's just, I mean, Whereas a female
1: tiger, you're not even, humans aren't even compatible with. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> which I think is why I would fuck a tiger. <laughs> that is my fuck. <laughs> Okay. Um
2: yeah, I think I would f- I would fuck a tiger because a bear is just too big. It's like too scary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I think oh, a yeah. major reason for killing
1: a bear would for be for the bear skin rug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but a tiger rug would be pretty cool too. You've yeah. seen those in
2: but, but bears are like have better like fur.
1: That's true, it'd be yeah. soft. Yeah. Yeah, I feel
2: bad. I right
0: feel now. bad? Really? In fact, I would I would kill the I bear love cats.
2: I don't want to kill and anything. And then fuck
0: <laughs> the tiger on the bearskin rug with the lion watching. Oh, a whole cock situation. Right. Yeah. Sure,
1: sure, you're married to the lion. Yes. But the lion likes to watch you fuck tigers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's bearskin
0: rug. That's what my lion is into. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sad that Robin Williams died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. I back am. Back to that story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Local Station came and interviewed us, so we were cheesy enough to get on camera and talk about our feelings towards Robin Williams, which, as I was saying, it seems like them wanting to do the story and, like, coming to interview us right before a show about something that depressing is just uh, a little not appropriate. Is kind of all there is to it. I mean I understand them wanting to get the story and whatnot. I guess I get it. They
2: just it's like when something this big happens, you want
1: should address it. Yeah. You
2: want to like talk to people who you know, well obviously everyone's affected, but I guess people who'd be really affected be comedians or people who looked up to them that much. So
1: Also the idea is like I you know, I think that we probably forget that each News organization has to address the news that is like Locally. most applicable yeah. to the people there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, without taking you know without taking into account the fact that a lot of people read news on the internet, they just yeah. have to treat it as if they're breaking the news, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, the one thing that is interesting to me about it is like they interviewed all of us, and I think that we all, I at least talked a lot about depression, and I know that. You know, it's not confirmed that it was a suicide yet, but it's it sucks and it's a little sad that major news out- outlets won't talk about stuff. But like they that. did
2: MSNBC last night. We were watching it and they were talking about it. Remember?
1: Uh, I do not remember that. No. Yeah,
2: we were watching Fox News who were being ridiculous, and then MSNBC was being really insightful and in talking about the connection between depression and comedy. So. Right. They, people sure. Well, MSNBC
1: did, but last yeah. night the the story on News 21 was like it was like nice to yeah, Robin did Williams. Did you was expect
2: cool. that? N- then I didn't expect them to do no, it. No, I didn't expect yeah. it,
1: but that doesn't mean I can't want it to be that way.
2: I agree, but yeah. I'm just for me, I get why they would take the lighter side. Also, when it's unconfirmed, you know, they I think the big thing with news people is they can't say unless it's super confirmed that it's you know what I mean, suicide. So like mm-hmm. they don't want to air on they're airing on the side yeah. of not being like incorrect.
0: Well, and see, that's something that amazes me about today's media. Um, I mean, the speed at which things happen. Right. I mean, at almost exactly noon uh, after they found his body, uh, it was uh, like I was sitting at home on my laptop. And then probably at like 1205, I noticed in the little news part, like Robin Williams dead. It's like, oh, okay. And then I refresh my page, and instantly, every single post on my news feed, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, Robin Williams. Yeah. And it was maybe an hour after they had discovered his body. Like, this was all over the place. Mm -hmm. So Internet, man. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like you were saying, you know, the news has to stay topical. So, I mean, the, the local news, one of their big twists that they go for is, you know, no matter what the news is, how does it affect us locally? So that's why I come out and interview us and get our opinion. Sure, yeah, which makes sense. Which is fine. Getting the story. Yeah,
1: it was just interesting to like have been. I mean, I, I had already processed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and I, I was like kind of getting into a better mood, and then they showed up and they just like bummed me out again. And it's yeah. like fine, you know. Yeah. The the man died, so you can't really complain about <laughs> someone bumming you out about it. But yeah, it's like. I don't know. I guess it makes me wonder the uh, the necessity of things like TV news anymore. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I think that's part of why they do it because like they don't get viewership, so they know people want to hear about it, and that's why they're doing the story because mm-hmm. like nobody, you know, is watching TV.
0: Well, yeah, the future is all Hulu and Netflix at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, we
2: were watching TV last night. We flipped the channels, and it was all insane. We were just like, "What is this? What is TV?" And then we were like, "Why do we want to be on this? <laughs> like, it's all garbage. It was just all terrible."
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Rather than having a station come to you say, "Hey, we will here's money, make a show," you will have to make the show yourself and then yeah. release it and or hope be a reality,
2: like a shitty reality show. Yeah. But um, but I mean, that's separate from the news thing, obviously, but.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, anybody can report news at that point. I want to know how I mean, many local
2: stations is. did that. Like, how many stations went out and found... community. i
1: oh, feel I'm sure like it was so many. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the thing, though. It's like... Oh, man. I don't know. Part of what bums me out about it is, like, just... Just do... Just do something interesting. I don't know. Like, I really don't mean to be. Yeah. I'm sorry to shit on it. I've just been watching local TV news my whole life. And that guy who interviewed us was really cool and nice. Yeah. Uh, and I know that they're all, like, restricted by the fact that they have, like, you know, 80-year-olds watching their their show or whatever. Yeah. But, like, God damn it. We watched Fox News, and Fox News was, like, they were just, like... It it was like everything we turned on TV last night was pop garbage, Mm -hmm. except for that one MSNBC news piece. Even if they were talking about Robin Williams, it's like, talk about, I don't know, talk about something interesting. Talk about anything. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I mean, it's news, though, you know. It's what's in the news. That's their job, right?
1: Yeah, but, all right, yeah. I don't know. They could be interesting. Yeah. I...
0: So what you're asking for is unfortunately no longer the definition of news. So we'd have to come up with some whole new, um, you know, uh, media source producing live coverage of whatever's happening in the world. But we can't call it the news. It would have to be a whole new thing.
2: Right. It's Why do you dead, think that is?
0: Because. Because what I'm talking about is opinion? I don't even think it is. I think No, no, no. It's no. Like I'm not saying that it would be opinion. It would still technically be reporting the news, but in the format that you're suggesting. Because now the format of news is uh sell as much ad space as possible and get viewers by being as ridiculous as possible. Right.
2: Like, after the break. Yeah, like, exactly. what are your teenagers doing or whatever?
0: Yeah, right. What do you do every morning that could kill you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: all has to be sensationalist. I so need to know watch. now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, it's more about getting viewers than it is reporting imp- like important information.
1: I mean, I know that, you know. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. just lame. Yeah. Uh, we were watching TV last night, and every channel we turned to was garbage. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And it was really crazy to be watching it, especially on that day, because I really want to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a comedian. I want TV credit. I've been on TV, and mm-hmm. I was so happy to be on TV. Uh, and uh, and it's awful. I don't really watch TV, because 99.999% of it is trash. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> to so desperately want to be part of something that doesn't represent you at all, and is just so gross and uncultured and wasteful and bullshit is just... I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, uh, I've started watching angry. *The Soup* because that way I don't have to
0: care about yeah. any of the reality shows. <laughs> they take the stupidest part every week and just be like, "Hey, here's something
1: you can make fun of this week." There are some ex- uh, exceptions. I haven't seen *The Soup* in a long time, but I remember when what's his name, the the John um, used to watch it when he hosted it, and it was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. We saw an episode of The Office last night. The Office is great.
2: Yeah, I mean you know? there is obviously there's great shows and what you want to do is be part of, you know, because you were on like drunk history and Comedy Central right now has like A lot amaz- of amazing oh, shows. Yeah. yeah. And
1: drunk history is great. Yeah. It was it was uh Yeah, and that piece the bit was great. So mm-hmm. I'm not complaining, but it is interesting, like TV is the most ubiquitous form of entertainment. It's what everyone watches. Everyone has it in their house. Oh, yeah. And so that is how people are... Like, that is how the most people find out about an entertainer. It's how entertainers get famous, because you're most likely to be seen there. Yeah. But so much of it is trash. And it's just so funny that there's this one vehicle that we send all different types of entertainment through. And I I wonder like something's going to happen over the course of the next 10, 20, 50, 100 years where TV gets diluted and the internet is already so diluted. And there are so there are different avenues that people find out about shows and yeah. people and stuff. And I really yeah. wonder what that is. I feel
2: like, well, I feel like Netflix and Hulu, stuff is going to go the way of that where it's oh, more yeah. just like on demand and you choose exactly what you're watching, You're not flipping channels, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just kind of like wandering around. It's like very specific. Yeah. So I think that's pretty, I mean, that'll definitely take over. I don't know what after that.
1: Well, when that happens, I, like, yeah, I wonder if comedy in general is going to start getting far more specified from an audience level. Like I know that they're in Orange Beach, Alabama they're opening a blue collar comedy club and I thought that was really fascinating. (laughs) I think that's awesome. Yeah. Because I think that there should be alternative comedy clubs and dirty comedy clubs or whatever. Yeah. Um, At a certain point we're going to get to a place where people who would find the type of comedy that I do won't even like their TV will be whatever site or whatever features yeah. the type of comedy they like, they won't even have heard of blue-collar comedy and mm-hmm. vice versa, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess what I'm saying is that TV is... It, it is almost completely something I want to have nothing to do with. Yeah. And I just really want to... I can't wait for a time where I don't have to.
0: Yeah. Well, and see, that's why I look forward to the Hulu Netflix revolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it will... Inst- like, instant gratification. That's what it's going to be. Um, you make a show. You sell it to Netflix. Netflix puts it up there. And then you know, uh, you know, within days of how good your show also, is. Also,
2: with Netflix, with them making the whole show at once, Yeah, I really love that because you're not like, ah, am I going to get canceled mid-season? Yeah, exactly. Like, right. they make 12 episodes and then maybe you get a second season. It's yeah. not like... You're getting fucked over like each week, not knowing how many viewers you have. Mm -hmm. And I think people now, they're so used to like binge watching stuff that that's like works kind of, it's kind of for and against. It's going to change the whole format because you're not waiting week to week. There's cliffhangers like have to be totally different, you know, if you know somebody's going to watch it immediately. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think for comedy, it might work because you can do more jokes as far as like inside jokes that like last over a season might be better because people are seeing them right away. I don't know. But it's going to change a lot of stuff. It's really interesting.
1: Makes me think that there's going to be a lot more like middle class entertainers. Uh, yeah, and I know that that's a thing. There are a handful of those, but like, yeah, they're all there are all these avenues they're going to be releasing full shows at once. Uh, how do people mm-hmm. even find those? They find them from I don't know sites that suggest they watch their friends that already mm-hmm. like it. You know? Yeah. Um, and people love it. But the audiences are still kind of small for each of them. Yeah. And I wonder if there's just going to be, like, different shows are going to keep popping up that are released this way. Well, uh, it depends, because, oh, yeah. like,
2: Netflix already has such good cachet with their shows. They have such good, like, Orange is the New Black, and uh, what was the fucking Matthew McConaughey one?
0: Was oh. that Wait, was that Netflix or not? No, that no. was HBO. Uh, House of Cards. No, not House of Cards. The, the other, other one, Netflix one. Oh, yeah, House of Cards. Yeah. But,
2: like, everybody is, like, they're picking high-quality shows. So, yeah, you know, everyone is already kind of, like, into it and knows they need to watch all of it. And those were huge hits. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hulu has a lot of shows that nobody's watching, <laughs> like original programming. Yeah,
1: Hulu. Hulu is, like, the showtime of this revolution. Yeah. yeah. I think Hulu is just doing
0: more of a, you know, it doesn't cost them anything to put the show up. So they just throw whatever up there hoping that people will watch it so they can make money off mm-hmm. of it, um, which is not a horrible way to do it. I mean, that's uh, that's YouTube, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, like I could make a TV show right here, right now. Uh, I Let's could try do it. All right. Who's TV. I'm in. Let's <laughs> okay. go. It's going to be a show about nothing. <laughs> okay, that's what great. we got. I want to um, play a
2: character called George Louia Dreyfus. <laughs> 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 um Oh, dude, we were watching. No, this is another thing we were watching last night. A sitcom on FX that's like a multi-camera mm-hmm. sitcom with fucking uh, Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence. Is it good? It's I so bad. For that. That's what I figured. And we were like, "Is this new?" It like looked like it was like 15 years old, and it was brand new. Mm. And it's just like that format's dying so hard. Yeah. It's sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were
0: no poor Kelsey Grammer.
2: I know. It was weird too cuz they both looked old and it made me feel Have you weird. Seen boss. Oh, I heard that's good.
1: Um, it's I really know. good. Is yeah. it? It's on Netflix. It's really great, man. I've yeah. It's in my queue. I haven't watched it yet. It's really cool. Yeah, I uh and I it's too bad that it was on Stars and no one saw it cuz yeah. Kelsey Grammer is a great villain. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like if see people that. saw it, then maybe he would get more roles like that. Yeah. Everyone just thinks of him as like a doofy <laughs> Psychologist, yeah, pompous, yeah, like a Fey kind of.
2: Isn't he he supposedly kind of like a terrible person? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, he allegedly uh, just he had one of those Mel Gibson moments with his wife. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yelling and ranting at her. I mean, Alec Baldwin, same thing. But this was this was fairly early on. Um, like, before Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing some
2: so, yeah. stuff about that. So that was the f- thing that with the Ron Williams thing that was interesting is, like, there are so many comics posting pictures and, like, stories from meeting him. And yeah. they're all just, like, he was so kind and so supportive yeah. and so nice. And that's been, like, really cool to see him leave, like, a legacy of just being, like, a really sweet. Supportive person who gave a shit about comics who like yeah. he shouldn't give a shit about. Yeah. You know, because like there's so many times when you might like meet an idol or come across an idol who like, isn't kind of an asshole or kind of you know has like gotten let their ego get the best of them and that's uh, it's, you know, it's disturbing.
1: It's funny about all that because I I actually didn't have that in my head about him when he died and it's because like he's all only ever been really nice to me. I met him like very briefly right. one. Or two times. But yeah, it's true. Like everyone was posting that he was really, really nice. And that is really wonderful to see. But I won. At some point, a bunch of people told me that he stole jokes. And like.
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Oh, really? And I so never I heard was that. really
1: surprised at this r- response. And I. And uh, later, it was weird. It was like a few years ago, I think during all the whole like Dane Cook, Louis C.K., all that mm-hmm. stuff, everyone was upset about Joke Thieves, Jay Moore, and stuff. Yeah. And then later, people were like, "No, actually, he stole jokes, but he did it accidentally." And he, like, when he would find out, he would pay them for their jokes, uh, and be like, "I can't believe I did that," you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting because there was a period of time where I was hearing like a lot of negative shit about him. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder where it changed, or maybe I was just in the wrong crowd. But then
2: they said yeah. that he apologized.
1: Later, I heard different people say that. Yeah, that he apologized and then mm-hmm. would pay the comedians for their jokes. And, like, I was in a conversation once where people were like, no, he's he was better about it because he would pay them. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't well, know. Well, he's not
2: I've, perfect. I mean, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Sure, no. And I, am but totally it's still aware. cool to see. That.
1: It's interesting that, like, I don't know. Wherever I was at that time, I don't remember who was saying it to me, but it was a handful of people that were like, he stole jokes.
2: You see, and I've I didn't heard...
1: hear anyone yesterday mentioning anything about well, of that. Of course. They're, they're, I mean, I doubt
2: you? that they're going to say that the day he dies. They're going to be like, yeah. fuck that dude. He stole, you know, they probably want to pay remembrance to him in like a good way. Sure. If I fucking died tomorrow, I would hope that people would remember the best shit about me and not talk shit about me. Yeah. You know? People want to think bad shit, but you also want to, like, remember them for the good parts of them and not maybe the mistakes they made as much.
0: Hmm. Now I'm reflecting on my
2: own life. (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, you know, we're all human.
0: For sure. Yeah. How do you feel about your life in general? (laughs) Not good. Not good? Yeah. At this point? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. uh, My comedy career is going really well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for where I'm at, like I couldn't be happier about it. But it's weird. It's like, uh, comedy has caused me to do some things that make my life uh, not what I want it to be. I, I there are a lot of people that I care about in my life. Uh, there are a lot of people that I like, and I'm way, I'm way more distant from them than I wish I were. Uh, I when I started stand up, I um, made up my mind like I'm going to do this every day, all day, every day, and I've been doing that. Every day for five years. It's actually what's the date today? It'll be exactly five years in like a week uh, since so I like started actually doing it every day. You know, um, and uh, it's like a in one sense it's a good problem to have because now I have like so many things to do every day in my life. I like between like sketches and stand up and podcasts and touring and whatever, Mm -hmm. and then all the comics I know and, like, the fact that I want to know them better, that's all good. But I'm not that close to that many people that I like, and it bums me out. And yesterday, I thought about that a lot. I thought about, like, I wonder if um, comedy drove him away from people. Because the only thing that's ever really made me happy is people. yeah, Uh, Being a part of a group, being... A part of a family and having friends are like really all there is to life all this other shit is us just like you know trying to be the best person we can be so as a result our relationships will be better you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah and this is something that's sort of been like in 2013 my comedy career comedy in general I felt like a terrible writer I felt like shit and I hadn't like it wasn't going how i wanted it to be going and now that it is and i still feel this way i've been thinking for about a year like i gotta make like kind of a major change and uh i mean obviously there's some own, own, my own like personal psychological crap that goes into that too but yeah i mean this was like a real like shit, man i you know, i uh there are some things in life that need to be focused on more than comedy and i'm not doing a very good job of that so personal connection yeah man Telling people that you love them, uh, telling people that you like their comedy, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just calling people and texting them, like, just keeping up with people you care about and keeping them in your life. I'm the worst at that, dude. I'm so bad at it. And it makes my life sadder than it it could be. So,
2: It's funny when you say it, because when I look at you, I think of you as somebody who is really good at keeping up with people. I mean, I don't know... You're like, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, I one of the things that was bumming me out a lot yesterday was we were in the car and you were you were texting a bunch of people about Robin Williams. I didn't hear. No one texted me. And part right. of that is like, I'm like, I'm not very vocal about my like. Uh, I think you are much more obviously inspired by and tied to him emotionally. Well,
2: I mean, also but I've done literally the Mrs. Doubtfire thing has been like a huge. I do that all the time.
1: Absolutely. No, I know. Like, and some people know that it affects you. And I'm like, and also, we're different people. But, but you know, like, I, later in the day, I, like, reached out to some people. And then I was talking with them. Right. But I'm like, I do have friends and good relationships with people. But I don't have, like, the type of, I don't have that many relationships where people reach out to me a lot. Yeah. and honestly half of that is because of how i've gone about comedy i like i've been so fucking busy for five years that i've said no to hanging out with people so many times like i just have yeah and uh my i have some some of my best man my friend chris register he's like i i he i'm he's one of my best friends and like i know intrinsically that we're like brothers and every time we see each other it's great i'm not it's like there aren't many relationships in your life that you never worry about you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i never worry about it with him but also i never hear from him and we never hang out and like i think if i saw him more i i don't know we would have talked about that yesterday or at least i would i mean i haven't talked to him in like weeks you know what i mean so is this a turning point are you going to walk out of here in hand? I don't know, man. I don't think so. I, uh, and it's hard. You like, I s- haven't hit bottom with it yet. <laughs> you always got to hit bottom to make a change. Yeah, uh, but I'm certainly thinking about it a lot. All right, well, and the other the side step. of it is like, man, this podcast's getting deep. This is what happens when <laughs> I get on podcasts. I've I got a dark brain. No, that's,
0: <laughs> that's why I wanted to do this,
1: uh, especially you know,
0: 24 hours after the whole ordeal. Yeah, uh, as quickly as possible, sitting down and getting
1: what you guys. Of the whole situation mm-hmm. Barbara and I have talked about a lot how we share one huge thing in common that bums us both out and that like amongst our comedy friends we've been the ones that are single through all of comedy yeah and that's another side of it right now you've got a cool thing going on
2: yeah um, but I mean it's been pretty much like five years of like just like one month Dating somebody for a month at yeah, a time. Or like a lot dates. of our friends are in like, re- like legit relationships, mm-hmm. you know. Long term. Yeah.
1: In love type things. And, uh, you know, it's the type of thing where like um, you can't force that. Yeah,
2: happen. yeah that's what I was saying with Dave it's so, uh, it's so frustrating because it's like the only area of your life that you can't work harder on and have and see results like yeah. in comedy we can all work our ass off you can like work to lose weight you can work to get a better job but you can't like work to meet the right person really you can work yeah. on yourself but you know that doesn't mean you're gonna meet somebody yeah. so like it's so frustrating because you just can't fucking make well, it happen you
0: can just pick a random person and make them and the fuck them <laughs> yeah <laughs> Slightly change them, nag at oh them. Oh yeah, exactly. No. Way. I mean yeah.
2: I've I've definitely tried to do that, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, you can't yeah. Yeah. You can try to mold someone to what you need to be. And it well, and so
0: I I turned out the exact opposite. I when I started comedy I was in a serious relationship. We were together for six years. Yeah. Uh, at least six years. Yeah. Um, And then broke up with her, went straight into another serious relationship. So, like, right now is the most single I have ever been. Yeah. uh, Since high school. So, it's... And, like, just now my comedy career is taking off. Uh, I
2: mean, it's good for comedy. It's hard to be, you know, in a relationship when you're doing a million things. Exactly. You know. And you need to be a little untethered, for sure.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. And, like, what you were saying is that it's... uh, I work 24 7 on everything that i do yeah um, me too. i work here at the college um i take classes i do bend comedy uh, i do our web videos i do the podcast i do just about everything and at the same time i'm now trying to date
2: <laughs> which yeah.
0: I, which is a part time job within itself. <laughs> it totally you is. You have to devote so much time, go to meetings, <laughs> schedule <laughs> things, purchase equipment and whatnot to keep your client happy. <laughs> so it's oh, strap ons? Yeah. Yes. Are about? Yes. 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 Yeah, exactly. But That's a really I, good metaphor, man.
2: Yeah, and I, f- I still it's to terrifying to date you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no.
0: I, I, I make it very clear to all the girls that I date that they have to understand is that when when you try to date me, it's, it is. Comedy a poly, comes first. It's a polyamorous relationship yeah, yeah. between me, comedy, and whatever That's a good girl way to wants put to it. date me. Because it is. It's, it is. I have a relationship with comedy. Um, and that's just the performing writing aspect of it And I mean I also do the business stuff so I just that's all my time and like what you were saying is that you would like to put more time and effort into contacting people spending time with them and because of my business I can't dude and I
1: feel horrible about it sometimes yeah man that's like one of the hardest parts about comedy for me is that no matter what's going on I am always thinking I should be doing more yeah of course yeah Yeah, and it's... And I am, like, not... This is going to sound arrogant, uh, but I am very confident that I'm an incredibly hardworking comedian. Like, I am...
2: I mean, you are. There's no question. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and I still am, like... If I'm, you know... If I'm writing a lot and whatever, working on my podcast a lot or whatever, then I feel like... uh, my sketch group and stand up or suffering or whatever you Mm -hmm. know i'm always thinking like things like i oh man i need to go out and be a part of the scene more i need to like show my face and like just be a part of the the comedy world in la and then when i do that i'm like man you know i gotta go live a life more yeah i need to i need to have friends and do things that aren't comedy so i can have experiences and then when i do that more i'm like i gotta write more it's like Oh, okay. well like
2: I was saying I've, something I've really been trying to do as I get older is just to be easier on myself and like that has been really helpful just to be like I also just need to be a human you know like I'm working my ass off but like I need to tell myself like you're doing a good job you don't need to be so fucking hard on yourself all the time you know and that yeah. helps a lot like cause you can't survive that way you will just fucking go crazy yeah. you know
0: you lose your mind. Yeah, and it's bad that my work ethic n- has now fallen into my social life, but it's now gone to the point where I have to like schedule and set aside time.
2: Oh yeah, and for specifically sure. Specifically
0: say I am going to go live my life. Right. Do it's fun good things to do that, with though. people. Yes.
1: Make you know have a life. Make stories. Mm-hmm. Things that I can write material on. But it is interesting to have hang out with so and so on your calendar. Yeah. That's really,
2: yeah.
1: really and uh, yeah. It almost, yeah, it almost makes it, uh, it does, it, it, at like times it makes it, it, it less it. fun, it cheapens yeah. it a little bit, absolutely. Yeah. But then the other side of that is, man, it, we're all so busy, this is something that bums me out a lot, is like, I, I'll get a free afternoon, and then I'll start texting people, and then they will say- And everyone's
2: so fucking busy. Yeah, they yeah. all say
1: no, and then that's a bump, that kind of rejection's a bummer. Yeah. What we're doing is very difficult on your psyche. It just is. Oh yeah. Uh, and, like and that—that's really what I've been thinking about since Robin Williams' death. It's like, is what? What is actually healthy about what we're doing? Mm-hmm. What's healthy about it? Is what's healthy about it? The creating of content. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Expressing yourself.
1: Expressing yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Connecting with people. Yes. Uh, being a part of the comedy world, absolutely, Mm -hmm. because comedians are great. Yeah. And making people laugh and make people happy. That's all good. But this other bullshit, I mean, talking about TV, TV and industry, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And we, I just, I don't know. I guess I wish we lived in a fucking communist country. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or at least in a a hyper-socialist country Mm -hmm. where... We didn't have to worry about shit and we were just yep. entertainers and there was no fucking ladder to climb yeah i don't know no,
0: I've I have already planned out, you know, there's young girls that'll plan out their wedding, like,
2: oh I gotta have this,
0: gotta have that. Mm. Um I've started planning out my colonization of Mars <laughs> and how my government <laughs> is gonna be Dude, run. You are gonna crush it in the Mars comedy. I scene. am, I will. <laughs> be all over that. Hey, you guys see that uh red dirt out there? What's up with that, right?
2: <laughs> I have a sweet And what's the deal with
0: space line food. I
2: already have a Mars abortion joke, so I'm I'm fucking ready. Yeah, she's wow. she's right heady, man. Yeah.
0: Do, can, can we hear it? No. No? <laughs> you don't want it on record?
2: It's just too... I think it's on the... Uh, I, I don't know if it's on the Kinda album, long. actually. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's too long, and we all know how stand-up I is. was thinking
1: earlier today that you should go back to the way you f- first told it. I remember when you changed Gleep Glop to Gleep... Uh,
2: Wait, <laughs> so you like Gleep Glop more?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I also don't think that we should give context to the people listening. <laughs> I don't think I think so it's better... Just hearing this without any frame of reference,
0: yeah. I'll if just cu- I'll cut into the episode right. Listeners,
2: there. write in and see how you feel about Gleep Glop or Gleep Glop. Mm-hmm. Just tell us, just between those.
0: Okay, I'll put a poll. Yeah, please. Um, I also wanted to talk about your first ten minutes on stage last night. Uh huh. Uh, you were you went up there pretty pretty solemnly, um, you know, feeling about the whole entire thing. And you had uh, quite the therapy session.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, that was me trying something, and it wasn't really a therapy session. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. That wasn't what I intended. What I did was I, um, I like. Well, first, I like kind of uh, made made fun of Bend and you know just some stuff, the usual thing. Yeah, um, and then because that was a way that. I don't know. I was kind of in a like, I don't know, with Robin Williams dying, I was thinking a lot about like how fucked up the world is, you know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I went on a little thing about how people should be nice to each other and accept each other and how much it bothers me that minorities are especially are like judged yeah. and hated on and hurt because of something born into them that they couldn't even choose or change yeah had they even wanted to which why would they want to you know uh and uh yeah i went on a little rant about that and then i told a story about um going on a date with a man and like you know basically a thing i like to say about how whatever your sexuality is it's fine yeah
0: it was pretty much be accepting of everybody that's happy Be mean to people that are dicks. That I guess I did say that, too.
2: Be nice, yeah. Be nice. Hashtag be nice.
1: Hashtag be nice. That's (laughs) something I said on Drunk History. Uh, (laughs) I was really happy with my Drunk History for that reason, uh, because it got to be about being nice. And so, yeah, I did that because I really do, and I think I said this on stage, too, I really do want to get to a place in stand-up where I can talk about how we should help each other like how yeah. we were like put on this earth for some reason or no reason but no matter what it's hard it just is hard yeah and it hurts all the time and so we should just help each other yeah and i really would like to get to a place where i can talk about that while simultaneously being cynical and sarcastic and funny yeah and that they seem to be at odds in my brain right now and yeah. i was trying to mesh them and it worked for like A minute. It worked for one bit. And then I lost the crowd completely (laughs) doing the jokes after for like five minutes.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it was a very it was a slightly above middle aged crowd uh, on average. And it was I mean, they were aware of the news. Everybody was kind of down about it, but everybody was there. Everybody wanted to laugh. Yeah. So when you opened with a couple of good jokes, everybody was laughing. But then you started to get very deep and very personal. Which I don't think you lost the crowd. I just think that people were just getting, you know, more caught up in the moment. Yeah, sure. I think
2: they were just like, you know,
0: it maybe yeah.
1: like made them think about that yeah, stuff exactly. more. Well, that's not a bad thing. No, no, no. no. You yeah. uh, you
0: didn't do anything wrong.
1: I think that what thank you, you Ryan. Yes.
0: Could you say that to me every day? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I will. I will text you every morning and tell you that you have done nothing wrong. Um, but no, I I really enjoyed that. Um, I got it on film. Oh really? Uh, Could you send it to me? I'd yeah. love to see it. Um, in fact, would it be all right if I attached it to the end of the podcast?
1: Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I, mean, I would well, prefer the video not be online, but I don't mind. The it'll audio. just be.
0: I'll yeah. just throw the audio up here.
1: Cool. But I yeah, when I was listening to it,
0: I, I was like, I got to share this because you had it was, first of all, very personal. Um, I felt that you were really opening up. And another part is that you had a lot of good points. And well, for you to really nice of you. Thank you. Yeah. To, and to take those kind of points and say them on stage. Uh, during a show with, you know, everything that's been going on. That's pretty ballsy. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah,
1: definitely a good move. Um, Barbara did a bit yesterday that sh- I, I'd never seen her do-, do, and I don't think that you'd ever do it done, or maybe at a mic. What, um,
2: but, oh, the stomach thing?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, sexy, by the
0: way.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Thank yeah. you. That's oh, yeah. uh, what the intention was, Yeah. was to be sexy, because uh, I'm a woman, and if I'm not sexy on stage, then fuck me, right? Um <laughs> Then what's the point? Uh, no, uh, that was the whole idea. I'm sorry. I'm frustrated with being a girl sometimes because you have to try and be attractive constantly, and it's annoying. Um, yeah, and that was sorry. the whole idea. Oh, you should have been here last week. Uh, we <laughs>
0: had an impromptu wet T-shirt contest, Not and I was the only one on stage. Wet. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god! So Wait, uh, yeah, you were say, the
2: you were the only one in the contest. Uh no. Okay. So
0: what <laughs> happened was, uh, one of our other comedians, one of her friends, came in with a squirt gun, oh. and luckily they waited until the very end of the show to start using it on me. But I was wearing a white shirt, and <laughs> so we made a whole bit out of it. So well, I'm
1: glad I, they were shooting water at a microphone. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I know, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: totally. Just makes sense. Um, I brought up Barbara's bit because we were talking about doing, I don't know, stuff that you are vulnerable stage, about. Vulnerable yeah. things. And that is not only a brave bit, but, you. well, you said you did it because we were talking about how Robin Williams committed a thousand percent. Yeah, to the that, that oh, was yeah.
2: My, ta- my biggest takeaway from him, from him, like, dying, was I just was, like, thinking about how committed he always was, how he was always just in it mm-hmm. completely. And, like, this had been a bit that, I wanted to do this whole tour and I've been thinking about, and I'm wanting to do forever because I'm really self-conscious about my body and like, especially like my, like beer gut and everything. And uh, I'd had this bit in mind. I want to do it or just to like do it. And just to say like, this is it. This is like what I actually am. I'm like a human who's not perfect. And you know, I'm like a woman who doesn't have a perfect body and whatever. Um, And just to kind of like make fun of myself and make fun of like my beer gut and stuff. And, That's why I decided to do it last night, because I was like, man, if I can, like, do this and just kind of be vulnerable and show the part of me that I don't like the most, like, that's all I can ask of myself, Mm -hmm. you know, as a comedian. So, that was kind of, like, I don't know, I don't think I would have done it last night if uh, he hadn't hadn't passed, because I wouldn't have been so, like, inspired, you know, I don't think, but... Yeah, it's like fucking scary though. That's one of the, to me, that's one of the most vulnerable things for me. And I've, once on Dave's show in LA, I like, I like wore a bikini, or I wore like my underwear, but it was like a different kind of joke. But the same kind of thing, just like exposing the part of myself which as a girl is a thing you're, it's supposed to be like, I'm ashamed of or whatever, you know? So. I don't know, it's a whole bunch of shit wrapped up in there.
1: Yeah, that was one of my favorite sets I've ever seen you do. And that was very similar. I, it was different in the sense that, like, you...
2: I wasn't trying to look gross. I was, like, kind of trying to look gross last night. I wasn't really trying to on that. Oh, were you? Yeah, oh, sort okay. of.
0: Interesting. We thought you looked very pretty last <laughs> night.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it I was... I didn't think you looked gross. The idea was to be, like, not gross, but, like, not sex... Not, like, sure, ooh, just I have like to be appealing all me. the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and the bit she did at Holy Fuck was she, you basically had like a tearaway dress on.
2: Yeah, because I had gotten cast in a movie as a fat girl. I the my role was a girl who's so fat that the guy doesn't want to admit he fucked her. That was literally the role oh I got cast God. in my very first movie. The guy doesn't want to admit he had sex with her. Jesus. So I was supposed to be in a bikini most of the time in this movie. It never happened because it was a piece of shit. Um and uh and so my idea at Holy Fuck was that I was gonna be like here I am. Look at me. Like, oh, I guess I should feel bad. You know, like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I don't feel bad about this. So yeah. that was kind of the good idea behind it. But yeah, she went on uh, stage
1: and like ripped her <laughs> dress off and screamed at the audience, "Fuck <laughs> you if you don't like how I look with yeah no clothes on." It was really awesome. That's pretty intense. Yeah,
2: it was intense. It was really fun and mm-hmm. like really freeing. But yeah, I think. Uh,
1: and then a dude came up to her and asked her <laughs> out after the show. Which oh yeah, I he did. Was nice. awesome. He did. There you go. Out.
2: And it was Robin Williams. <laughs> Oh, my God, it all comes around. (laughs) No, uh, but I think, yeah, man, that's kind of what I'm trying to think now is just to commit a 1,000% and, like, really go for it and not be, like, ashamed of anything, you know?
0: Yeah. One of the things that, I guess there's three specific things. Um, First of all, uh, characters and impressions. Like, something I've always wanted to do, not too bad at, but I've never really honed the skill because they're I've never...
2: Sca- they're sh- so much scarier than doing stand-up. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can't break in a dress that it's bombing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah,
2: and it's just yeah. so much more. It takes so, m- so much more commitment. Yeah, It's so much easier as a stand-up to just be like, ah, fuck that, you know, yeah, and keep going.
0: Um, and uh, another one, music, and trying to do musical comedy. And what really sucks about that one, again, like impressions. You get, you know, 30 seconds into a song, nobody's on board, you have another two and a half minutes of standing there and people just staring at you. So, and yeah, you can't really just stop. I mean, you can stop in the middle of a song and move on, but it's just odd, unprofessional. No, absolutely. Uh, And then the last one is being personal on stage. A lot of my personal material is pretty... uh, Like deflective? Yeah, uh, very, you know... Obvious sort of things. Sure. So uh, Tony, uh, who opened for you guys last night, mm-hmm. he will get up there on most nights, and just half of his set will just be him ranting about things, uh, very personal things sometimes. And you know, I've tried to learn from him, and he tells me, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take those things when you're still feeling emotional about it, go up on stage with it, and use it."
2: Oh yeah, those those have always been my best sets when I was like in the middle of some shit. Yeah, just like you know.
0: I, I had actually the first uh, set that I had done after breaking up with my girlfriend, uh, one of the best sets I've ever done. And the part for me is I try to think of, you know, what do other people find funny? And I feel horrible about this fucked up thing that just happened. People aren't going to find that funny because I right. feel that it's a horrible fucked up thing. So it's overcoming that and feeling confident enough in my fucked upness.
2: And also just kind of the the like pure emotional energy that you have when you're going through something yeah. I think really comes across too. You yeah. just are like visceral with, you know, like feelings. It yeah. doesn't, it, like you can be talking about anything, but you're just going to be more present on stage and mm-hmm. like intense, I think. Um, which is what is so fucked up because like you think like well then do i have to experience a lot of pain to be funny you know do i have to go through all this pain yeah and that's what's like really yeah scary to think about because it's like well do we have to have this depression to be funny in the first place you know yeah (laughs) um
1: which came first the comedy or the depression (laughs) yeah yeah well there had to be a reason for comedy yeah. So there's definitely something wrong uh, when people were trying to laugh.
2: Somebody said the, the reason that men were funny before women or whatever is that they had to make women laugh because women wouldn't want to fuck them otherwise.
1: Yeah, a bunch of people said that. Actually, yeah. uh, what's right. his name? Uh, oh, God, he died. And he's so... Uh, Christopher Hitchens wrote an article that made so many people angry. Oh, right, right, right. And it's so annoying that it made so many people angry because it was called why women aren't funny. Yeah. yeah. And that's clearly just someone at trigger, the magazine naming yeah. cuz he didn't headline the article. The article was about how men are socialized to be funny more often than women are. Yeah. Uh and uh that's funny. That's funny to think that it didn't come from depression. It came from dudes trying to get pussy. Trying to get fucked. P- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> uh this is funny to say on the podcast but we have to go <laughs> and the reason we have to Hilarious. go uh to bring it all back around is that we i mean to robin williams is that we are about to go to a camp a summer camp and do stand-up for four-year-old kids <laughs> there you go uh, i'm so scared i know i'm really scared it's just, it's the most nervous i've been in years it is. It's Tell them your
2: one joke you wrote. I really like it.
1: I wrote two jokes. Yeah. Two jokes, Barbara. Excuse me. Uh party. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To fart. Duh. He's not going <laughs> to fart around his chicken friends. <laughs> uh, why did the fart cross the road? Why? Because it was in the chicken. <laughs> 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 wow, you know, I thought all of the
0: chicken crossing the road material had been mine. No, but I no. think you got it. Yeah, man, you I finally came up with it. Introduced new. a
1: whole new vein. You know what I was thinking about after I wrote that joke is that like I, I've heard a lot of complaining about anti-comedy and like meta-comedy, but that is the most famous joke. I think why the chicken crossed the road to yeah. get to the other side, and yeah. it's an anti-joke. It's not a joke. Yeah, it's yeah. a meta-joke. Yeah. So anytime anyone ever says that to you fucking throw a chicken cross the road reference in their (laughs) face and see if they, you know, keep being annoying on that (laughs) panel or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You've just got that in your back pocket. Next time you're on an anti-comedy panel. Next time I'm on Pivot TV and someone (laughs) asks me about...
2: OKUSATV.com
0: Oh man! It's gonna be in the news. Dave Ross has has breakdown on panel show. What's that? Dave Ross has breakdown on panel show (laughs) attacks other (laughs) panelers. No,
1: the headline's gonna be "Why Women Aren't Funny" (laughs) by Dave Ross. (laughs) By Dave Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. All right, uh,
0: plugs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's right. We're getting right down to it.
1: I'm sorry we have to go, man. Oh, I no, that's uh, fine. This, I
0: this think it was a really good yeah. like It was very deep, very yeah. emotional. It was an interesting one. Uh, very topical. Yeah. I'm glad that we got an opportunity to actually sit down and
1: talk. Me too, man. In this,
2: In this den.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh,
2: um, I'm at Babs Gray on Twitter, B-A-B-S-G-R-A-Y. And you can look at my website. It's called com. I, like, <laughs>
1: I like that URL a lot.
2: And uh, my podcast is Lady to Lady. It's on the Maximum Fun Network, and it's very fun.
1: <laughs> you might say the most amount of fun. It's
2: the m- maximum amount <laughs> of fun.
1: Um, I am Dave to the Ross everywhere. D a v e t o t h e r o s s. I'm at Dave to the Ross on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My website's Dave to the Ross dot com, and my podcast is called Terrified and it's on nerdist.com you can find it there. Awesome. Yeah, man.
0: All right, well thank you very much both of you.
1: Check us out
2: so. on channel 21. Yeah,
1: check yeah. us out on channel 21. Also um the tour him and her com. Yeah. when this comes out the tour will be over forever. <laughs> but um you know follow us on Tumblr.
2: Follow our one post on Tumblr for our two videos. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: <that's> and then <laughs> you could see our
0: stand up finally. Mhm. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming out and doing thank the show you, last dude. night. Thank you, It was thank a really this good was show. Fun. Have you guys back sometime soon.
1: I, uh, I, um, yeah, it's been a day. I think we've all had a day. He's talked about it a little. But, yeah, I mean, like, we're on a Monday. It's interesting when things like this happen, and I was wondering if I was going to talk about it uh, during a comedy set. It seems like a bad place to be talking about the passing of someone you really liked. But also, like, you know, it's the reason we do shit like this, you know? It's the reason he did. And, like, I thought a lot today about, like, man, I'm a really cynical motherfucker, you know? One of my, I like, it's really hard for me to have a sincere thought. (laughs) It is, it is sad. That's why, one of the reasons that some people become comics, you know? (laughs) Uh, because they just walk around all day going like, well, that sucks, and that sucks, and that's
0: fucked up, and that's fucked
1: up. And it was like sort of a brighter thing that happened today where I was like, oh man, that is actually something I care about. And you know, I, uh, and I thought like, not all comedy has to be fucked up. We don't have to be screaming at each other. We don't have to be talking about, you know, how sad we are or whatever. For example, I mean, like, I would really, I wouldn't even stand for about five years. I would really like to get to a point in my comedy career where I could talk about how I just want the world to be nice. That's like a real thing. And um, forgive me, this minute or two of my set is not going to be stand-up, I don't think. It's just going to be me kind of hugging you all, because I was a little sad today. Uh, But uh, I do, I just want the world to be nicer, I do. I think that we could all just fucking give a shit about each other, you know what I mean? It was really kind of of wonderful to look at Twitter today. I I, I follow about 900 people on Twitter, Uh, that's, that's a lot, I realize. Uh, Eight hundred and ninety-nine of them are comedians, and the other, and one is my mother. Uh, and Twitter, like I said, we're all cynical bastards, and we're all just like, like that's the whole, that's every tweet. What? even like when people die, uh, uh, people are writing cynical stuff, and, and, uh, and no one did today on my Twitter feed, and that's impressive. Um, and it got me thinking, like, yeah, there's like, if I could. Make people feel more accepted in this world. That would be a really that would really make my life worth it. Because uh, I know people who are gay or black or female or you know, and just and there's so many. Like, shut up over there, Barbara. With you, so many people who are. <laughs> Okay, that sentence, now that it's, I'm stumbling over the end of the sentence, I'm starting to sound like a racist,
2: sexist asshole. Uh,
0: I know so many people that are black and female. <laughs> what if the end
1: of the sentence was, and fuck them, right? <laughs> okay, man. Um No, I know, like, who, like, people fucking hate them for just being what they are, what they were born and that's so fucked, man. What happened, where are we in the world where we're, Please, all of you, go out in the world and be nice to each other. And also, if someone is shitty to someone for being something they can't help, be shitty to that person. And I swear to God, we'll all start feeling better way sooner. There's a story.